0: What's up, Elite Army? This is your kind of well, kind of toxic host, Sarah Rittendale, bringing you another episode of Well-ish. It's 2024. We made it. Of all the holidays, New Year's really is just like the self-improvement holiday of them all. Don't you agree? Like, I feel like a lot of pressure to bring you guys like the most elite episode because of any holiday, this is like the number one personal growth holiday. It's the number one holiday that people are setting all of these goals and you're creating a resolution and you're setting out to new year, new me to, you know, be the best version of yourself. If there is one holiday that really, really aligns with what we always talk about every single week it's this one. That in itself is something to be excited about. So let me say happy new year. I mean, we made it 2024. I'm glad to be here with you. At first, I when I sat down to think about what I wanted to talk to you guys about, I really couldn't help but think, what's the fuss over? Like, why do we make the new year such a big deal in comparison to a new day, a new week, a new month. Like when we get to this year mark, we're like, this is it. This is the time. I'm going to hit it hard. I'm going to become the best version, the new version, this elite version of me. And I think I'm like pretty positive. My episode last year was that I don't really believe in resolutions. I kind of think they're bullshit because it's like setting yourself up for failure. It's like you're telling yourself who you want to be And that's great. But the disappointing truth of you reverting back to your old habits causes you to beat yourself up. It's like when you set this resolution, there's always this underlying feeling that you are going to transform and do whatever it is your resolution is in a perfect way, effortlessly. That by the end of 2024, this time next year, that it will just be ingrained into you and who you are. And I'd say like 7 out of ten, eight out of 10, that doesn't ever really happen. Typically, we stick to what we say we're going to do for a little while, a couple months, maybe, maybe. And then you just go back to doing what you always have. This year, though, I'm here for making it a big deal. I think it's kind of a cool opportunity. And I mean, if this is what it takes to feel motivated, then fuck it. Let's jump on it, you know. And I would love to feel as excited at the beginning of a new day, new week, new month. But it's not always the case. I can do my best with that, but always, without doubt, when I'm headed into a new year, I'm like motivated as fuck. I've got all of the ideas of the person that I want to become just because it feels like a new start. Society as a whole is celebrating this new start. You know, not everybody celebrates new days, new weeks and new months, but everybody celebrates this new year. So it gets us like hyped to... To take on these new challenges and to be motivated enough to start stepping into the habits that we would like to create for ourselves. If you were asking my opinion on resolution making, though, I would say I think it's better, kind of going along with what I was saying before, I think it's better to have something more vague and more broad as your resolution compared to specific things like to say, I'm gonna work out all the time or, I'm going to eat healthy all the time, or I'm going to spend time outside, or I'm going to meditate every single morning. Whatever it is your resolution is, that is more specific. And instead, I think it would be better to say to yourself, by this time next year, I want to be a healthier version of myself. So it leaves it more open-ended, and you are setting yourself up for success instead of failure when you don't eat perfectly every single time, or when you're not a gym rat by December next year, or that you've only meditated once a month for the next year. You know, it's like you, again, set these intentions and then you get to the few months in and you're like, fucking A, like I fell off again. Of course I can't be consistent. Of course I suck. I'm destined to never be healthy. But if you say by the end of next year, I want to be a healthy version of myself, you're allowing room to ebb and flow. You're allowing yourself to redefine what success looks like to you, to, to redefine what health looks like to you. If this month you didn't do great at eating, but you went on a walk most times or once a week, something like that, I mean, you can feel healthier. It just, it allows you to pick it back up in time and By the time you get to the end of the year, you're like, wow, I spent more time than not being a healthier version of myself. And you can feel the results. You can actually feel like you're making a difference for yourself instead of feeling disappointed and like you suck. As much as I think the big hype of the new year is fun. And again, like I said, we're going to capitalize on whatever opportunity gives us the most motivation. Like, let's jump on that and take it for what it is. But I think that the more hype that there is compared to just moving naturally and smoothly like you do any other day, like thinking that this day is like this huge monumental difference than in yesterday compared to like last week when you could have made a switch too it's more likely than not that you're going to set unrealistic expectations for yourself. Because really the truth is you can start anything right now. It doesn't matter that it's the new year or if it's just the middle of March sometime. like You can decide you want to incorporate a new habit and just like start right that moment that you've thought that you want to start. You can say, okay, I'm going to eat healthy and it's fucking two o'clock and you've eaten McDonald's for lunch and a stack of pancakes with a heaping pile of butter for breakfast. But tonight you can go and you can eat a healthy dinner. You can start literally whenever, but again, starting on this like monumental, like it's end all be all moment, like new year's, it's more likely than not that you're going to set unrealistic expectations for yourself. So instead of resolutions, I prefer generalized planning and reflecting on your past versions of yourself and what habits you typically follow to create those feelings of success compared to irritation and failure and like you're not good enough. It's setting yourself up to reap the reward, to feel like you are actually making progress and improving and seeing results. My number one goal that I'm trying to achieve in this episode is Bringing awareness to the fact that we have to leave room to be well-ish, okay? I'm going to name drop right there. That's absolutely fucking right. But you, seriously, I'm being so for real. You have to leave room to be well-ish. We can't expect perfection from ourselves. We haven't built the habit yet. We haven't practiced what it is that we're trying to accomplish. We, ha- we have to give ourselves room to screw up. We have to give ourselves room to not be perfect and to not get it right every single day for the rest of our existence. That's crazy to expect that of ourselves when you're just making this switch to a better version of yourself. We set these goals and we don't follow them through because we just expect them to smoothly and naturally and effortlessly, that's the biggest word here is effortlessly, fall into our life, become a part of our everyday routine, become a part of who we are, and It's not going to be that way. It's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to have to consciously make the effort to do it. Like this is when discipline comes in is that, you know, you're going to have to say, okay, I don't fucking feel like going to the gym anymore, but I made this commitment to myself. So I have to, you know, make a decision here. Is this something that I really truly tried and I have to move on without it because it doesn't work for me? I don't enjoy it. And I have to find a different means of exercising. Or am I just being lazy and you don't even have to take a moment to ask yourself that question. You'll know intuitively what the right answer is. But let's say that your answer is that you just don't enjoy lifting, you know, but you said, okay, I'm going to go to the gym this time and I'm going to be consistent and go every week because I keep setting out to do that and it never happens because you set a specific goal, but instead, let's reword, set a broader, more generalized goal to accomplish by the end of the year and say, I want to be healthier. Now you've got a, now you've got room to wiggle, you know, like you can go for a walk instead and start doing that. You can buy a bike, you go rollerblading, you can join Pilates, you can go to yoga, you can swim, you know, there's, there's, you can dance. There's so many ways that you could exercise and move your body. But if you set the specific goal, you'll feel like a failure and you'll not enjoy what you're doing. But if you keep it more broad, you're leaving room to continue to exercise. And more importantly, we're able to continue to incorporate it when we do have to make an effort because it's not gonna come effortlessly like we, for some reason, expect in our fucking head that it's going to. Because really you can do anything you want, but it takes practice and it takes habit building. And that's what takes effort. And sometimes you're not going to do it, you know? You won't do whatever you set out to do always. You won't get it right every single time. Let's say your New Year's resolution is to like make more friends and some people ask you to go out and you really don't fucking want to. It's okay to say no sometimes, you know? It's okay to stay home and do whatever because you're not going to do it every single time. But it's what you do most of the time that matters. If you can look back on the whole year and be like, I did make progress in this, That's what's important. And just for reference, again, if that's your resolution, I'm going to make more friends, that's specific, change it to something more generalized and say, I'm going to have more connections this year. It leaves room. You know, if you're not having a lot of luck in the friend department or you're really not enjoying who you're hanging out with, maybe you can reach out and be more intentional with your family, with your significant other, with your pets. It leaves room for success and it leaves room to be well-ish, it leaves room for mistakes and not feeling like a failure when those mistakes do inevitably happen. I don't even want to call them mistakes, honestly. Like Those moments that you're not feeling 100%, That it's not necessary to be a dick to yourself for it. On this episode, we're balancing expectations with reality for the new year. Whatever your resolution is, more power to you. If you don't have one, that's okay. More power to you. You just want to continue on the path that you've been on? That's great. Don't feel like you have to have a resolution. The point is here, though, balancing your reality with your expectations that you have for yourself. One of the most important things that you can do in order to feel like you are making progress and seeing results in the new year on your resolution If it's your resolution or if you're fucking listening to this at some other time and just like are setting goals for yourself and want to become that best version of yourself, you know, whatever the situation is, it doesn't just have to be a New Year's resolution. And because it's the new year, you have to redefine what winning and failing is to you. Instead of waiting for a result to determine success, redefine success as you continue to progress because you can't predict how things are going to make you feel, what emotions you're going to have, what obstacles are going to get in your way, what things you end up liking a lot more than what you originally set out to do, things that you don't like and you didn't expect to not like them. All of these things, as you continue to practice and progress, through your self-improvement, through becoming the best version of yourself, through your resolution, through your new goals, you can't predict what's going to get in the way. I mean, not even like personal stuff, but like what if what if you set a goal to fucking exercise every single day I'm going to go to the gym and then you walk outside and you break your leg? Now you're just supposed to give up and feel failure and think like, oh, okay, well, I guess that isn't supposed to work out for me. Like, boo-hoo, now I've missed it on this opportunity. And you get like mad at yourself about it, feel like a failure, feel like, you know, you're not good enough, whatever. But if you, again, broader goal, set the goal to be healthy, okay, you broke your leg, but what else can you do? You can do breathing exercises. You can meditate more. You can just go and sit outside in the sun. Now you're doing things for your well-being that make you feel good even though you can't exercise in the way that you had originally predicted. But while you're progressing through the year and through your goal, you're redefining that version of success as life comes and hits you. That way you still are able to succeed no matter what fucking shit comes up along the way. Inside, outside factors, doesn't matter. You're redefining success as you go so that you always have success. You always feel like you're making progress. You always feel good about yourself compared to doing what we normally do, having having this expectation and then being like, fucking A, this got in my way. Oh, can't do it now. making excuses, all the things. Here's the really big thing with this too, goal setting, resolutions, whatever, is it's so easy to view stopping the action that you set out to do as a failure. You're never consistent with it. You set out to do this one thing. It never lasts. You don't understand why. Apparently, it's just not what I am supposed to be doing. It's not meant for me. I can't do it. I must suck. I'm not good enough. It's just, it's not in the cards to me. Stop looking at it as a fail and start looking at it as a learning curve. Just because you stop doing something and then you reflect and realize, oh shit, I haven't been to the gym in two weeks. Oh shit, I haven't read a book in a month. And I said that that's what I was going to do. Ask yourself why. What is stopping you from continuing on? What causes you to not continue? What don't you like about it? Does it feel like a waste of time? Does it feel like you're not making time for it? Could you alter it in a way that would help you enjoy it more? The better question to ask yourself, honestly, though, is why do you keep trying to do it? What is this image in your head that you're so badly trying to achieve that you feel like a failure for not being able to be consistent with it or stick with it or effortlessly keep it and maintain it in your life. What value does completing this thing or incorporating this thing into your life hold for you? Instead of looking at it as a failure, look for the messages it is trying to tell you. Then use those messages to get you closer to success. Again, I'm gonna, I'm probably saying the same things over and over again a hundred times, but when you have a more generalized goal compared to something specific. There's a time and place for specific goals, but when you're changing who you are and trying to incorporate something big into your life, it has to be more general. So again, you can redefine and use why you can't do it, why you can't be consistent, what you don't like about it. Take the message from that and help you get closer to success, even if it doesn't look exactly how... thought it would when you first set out to accomplish this goal. Sometimes when you allow yourself to just flow, you might not get where you intend it to be, but you go where you need it to be. Our culture is all about grit and persistence and working hard. And many of us are taught that shifting in goals or quitting something that doesn't work for us is a failure and in turn weakness where someone that has decided to follow a different culture or have a different mentality can see it as courage and strength and the openness to new possibilities for ourselves. We hear all the stories about people overcoming the odds and pushing through and working through the adversities and being disciplined and being hardworking and without all of this, perseverance. They wouldn't become the great person that they are. And so you have to, even when you fucking hate yourself and you hate your life, you have to keep pushing through so that you finally see the light at the end of the tunnel. And if you don't do that, when you quit, you know, no wonder that you can't ever be successful and you can't find something that you really want to be good at and your purpose in life and your meaning for yourself. Like you, you don't stick with things long enough in order to reap the rewards. That's what we're taught. We're taught that if we fail to achieve a goal exactly as we pictured it in our brain, how we set out to achieve it, that we are a failure, that there's something wrong with us, that we didn't fight hard enough. Here's the thing, too, with setting the goals, setting the resolutions. You know yourself better than anyone. You know what things typically you have a hard time following through what you're feeling when you're not being consistent. Like I know that I have a hard time being healthy all of the time because I, or saving money because I know one of my favorite things to do is go out to eat. I know I get lazy and it's easier to just go out and grab something. I know I work from home. So going out to eat is an easy way to go out and experience life and not be sitting in my house all the fucking time. You know, I know these things. I know myself. I know that I can say, okay, in 2024, I'm going to be a health fucking queen and I'm never going to eat out and I'm going to meal prep and I'm going to do all these things. That is, such an extreme change from what I'm doing right now. So that's one thing easing into the resolution. But the other thing is just like being able to predict what's going to be my obstacles. But those things that we know trip us up can turn into self-doubt, whether it's before we've even been tripped up by those things and just thinking, oh, I've tried this a thousand times and it never fucking works out for me because X, Y, and Z, or you're progressing through the goal and you're tripped up by whatever obstacle hits you. And then you're like, yeah, I'm never going to achieve this. And you have this self-doubt because you have these obstacles. Let's stop gaslighting ourselves into thinking that the self-doubt is the issue. The obstacle that we can predict ourselves to come face to face with is the problem, we got to stop pretending like if we didn't have that doubt or we didn't face these obstacles that we're creating for ourselves, that that's when we'll be successful. If I could just be better, if I could just be more persistent, if I could just be more disciplined, you know, I, I, I'm it's okay. I don't want to be lazy and I'm not going to take the easy way out and go get Taco Bell ever again. I'm going to meal prep so that I have meals in my fridge so that I can make sure that I'm eating healthy. And even if I'm lazy, that's okay because I'm going to have shit ready because past me is going to set out and have the best intentions for future me. And I'm going to make that shit happen because I fucking want to do it this time. Stop gaslighting yourself, dude. Like it's your gut, it's going to happen. Leave room to be wellish. Leave room for the Taco Bell. You can't expect all that self-talk that just happened to be the thing that produces you results. You're not going to see results just because you're being a dick to yourself, just because you're saying you're, I wanted to say talking nice to yourself, but you're not actually talking nice to yourself. You're saying you're going to do this and there's going to be no room for fuck ups. You're okay. Like you're going to have to be a little self-compassionate when you're trying to set out a major life-changing goal. I have a little exercise for you guys that I thought would really help find the inner struggle in why you can never accomplish the goal that you are thinking in your head, you're always trying to accomplish and it just doesn't ever come effortlessly into your life. You always set out, you always think about it, it takes up your mind, but you can never achieve it, you can never be consistent with it, whatever it is your thing is. This Exercise is going to highlight the deeper meaning into why you cannot accomplish that and therefore help us move in the direction of success to finally fucking achieve this goal. At this time, if you are not in the position to sit down and complete the exercise Take a moment to look at the screen and see where you are at, what the timestamp is in this episode. I can mark it in the bio as well, so you can come back and check back to the episode, look for the timestamp, and just fast forward there and sit down and complete this exercise when you've got a moment. But the best way to go about this is not just letting it swarm in your head like everything else that happens. But actually writing it down, it can be on a piece of paper or it can be in the notes on your phone, whatever works best for you, whatever you have access to. My first question that I want you to answer is simply, what is a frustrating goal that you have? The next thing I want you to reflect on is what is it about this goal that frustrates you? Is it unattainable? Is there some piece of you that feels a lack of control? Do you feel helpless? Was it some other person's dumb idea that's been passed on to you and you think that you have to accomplish it? Do you feel ambivalent about it? Are there too many unavoidable obstacles between you and winning? What is it about this goal that frustrates you? The next thing I want you to do, and this one is a little challenging and you're going to feel yourself wanting to quit and you're going to feel yourself going what the fuck do you want from me how how my how is I can't think of this much stuff but for real I need you to hit this number it's a necessary thing that you hit this number or more than this number brainstorm at least 20 20 options that you could consider winning you can think of silly things you can think of more numerical measurable things you can think of emotional things. Put 20 things down in a list that you would consider a win. Look back at your list of 20 wins and pick your top three favorite wins. For each individual win on your top three, I want you to score them. When will you know you've succeeded? How confident are you that you can succeed at that win? What improvement will you experience when you win? How will you know you've succeeded? Visualize precisely what success will look like, Why does this goal matter to you and how much does this goal matter to you? Once you've answered all of those scoring questions for your top three wins, go back to your reason why this goal frustrates you so much and select a new definition of winning that alleviates that frustration. When I did this personally, I found that a goal that I felt was out of my control was really something that I could gain control of if I shifted what my wins were. And by listing those out, I realized how much control I really did have and how much more meaning I was bringing to my goal once I just wrote all of this down and listed it out. And it makes it feel so much more attainable. It's so important to look for wins in whatever form they come in instead of just resorting to you not being good enough like you have for so long just because your goal isn't panning out the way that you had it pictured perfectly in your brain. Something I absolutely want to do in 2024 is set out a jar. You've probably heard this before. People talk about writing something down every single day that you enjoyed from your day so that when you come to the end of the year, you have 365 things that were great every day. And that is a really cool idea, but I just don't trust myself to write something down every single day just to remember to do that. So I really want to do it a little different. I'm going to create a jar and try my best to write on a piece of paper one way that I grew that week? What is something, if I reflect for a whole week, what is something I learned this week? What is a way that I have become a better version of myself this week? What did I learn in order to become closer to my higher self this week? So at the end I have 52. And I just think like doing it a week at a time is more realistic for me, something that I can remember to accomplish. And again, have more time to really gather good ways that depict my growth. So then at the end of 2024, I can look at my whole list of ways that I've grown in this year, how much more evolved and elite I am at that point than I am right now. I heard a quote not that long ago that said, Are you trying to be as human as you can be? And it just, I, it, was so powerful for me. I just, It just so resonated with me because it leaves that room for fuck-ups. It leaves room for mistakes. If you say to yourself, are you trying, trying to be as human as you can be, it takes away that layer of perfectionism. It takes away the feeling that You have to be this perfect almighty being that never makes mistakes and does it exactly as you pictured in your head every single time, 100% of the time for the rest of your life. If you're trying to be as human as you can be, you're allowing the emotions that flow through you to be there. You're allowing your anxiety to happen because when you feel the anxiety, it's a sign that you care about that thing and you're going to use the tools that you can to relieve that anxiety, but you can appreciate it for what it is and know that that's a part of your human experience that you care about whatever it is that's happening because there's somewhere in there a value of yours. And how can you realign and get closer to living up to that value. But without trying to be as human as you can be and trying to be perfect, you don't get that experience. So I just think that that is just like such a cool way to approach this, trying to be as human as you can be, allowing yourself the opportunity to not follow through with things and then ask yourself why and then get to know yourself better and know why you are the way that you are, how you operate and what ways you operate in order to get you closer to where you need to be. It's just as important, just as important to have self compassion as it is to set goals for yourself. You have to be able to accept who you are, to love who you are, to be okay with who you are and work with what you got, work with who you already are and continue to grow with yourself instead of suppressing pieces of you that you wish weren't there and building on things that you're trying to be somebody else. Like don't Do all of that. Like lean into what's already going on. Like if you're somebody that overthinks your fucking life away, lean into that. What can you direct your energy towards? I we talked about this not that long ago, like coming up with a purpose for yourself. Like if you're such an overthinker and you're overthinking about people in your life and shit that you did and shit that other people did, and like all the fucking bullshit that happens, let's figure out a medium to focus on? What can you be so passionate about that you're going to overthink about that and use it as a means to get you going in the right direction and using your overthinking for good instead of for bad and for negative and for feeling like shit. Work with what you already got. If you're somebody that doesn't have a lot of motivation and doesn't have a lot of energy, what can you do? How can you shift this? instead of laying on TikTok and Instagram reels all of the time, maybe you can pick up a book. You're still laying there. You're still relaxing. Maybe maybe it's too far to say pick up a book, and you can, instead of watching mindless bullshit, you can go to YouTube and type in a motivational speech, or you can go to TED and watch a TED Talk about something that You're feeling. Don't be afraid to literally Google search exactly what you're feeling. I used to be afraid to admit, even to myself, what it was that I wanted to accomplish or who I wanted to become. And I thought somehow that the fucking internet or God, (laughs) I don't fucking know, would know, society would know what I threw into Google. Like, just for a lame example, when I wanted to grow an ass, when I was literally a two by four in fucking high school in the beginning of college, I literally would never type in what can I do to make my butt bigger? I would just pussyfoot around it and try to find the best way that I could piece together, made sense with internet things to do the right exercises in order to get that. But then one day I decided to say, fuck it and Google it. And I found real scientific answers to get me where I want it to go. It's okay to just fucking Google what it is that you're trying to accomplish or lean into what it is that you're trying to accomplish. That was a small tangent. I just had to say it. But like I was saying, if you're somebody that doesn't have motivation, lay there, still lay there. But how about you shift whatever you're doing towards something that is actually going to be beneficial towards you. Instead of watching something or reading a book, maybe you can learn how to meditate. Or you can, instead of sitting on TikTok on your couch, go sit outside on TikTok. Even if it's fucking dead of winter and you live in a cold place, put on a coat, sit outside for 10 minutes, 10 minutes, do something to shift you towards the right direction, do something to shift you into the more elite version of you that you so badly want to become because you are here, first of all, listening to this. And also because you just can't stop thinking about it. Elite, if anything in this episode resonated with you, share it with a friend. It is more likely than not that if it resonated with you, it's going to resonate with somebody else in your inner circle. And we all deserve to accomplish the goals that we so badly want to achieve in a peaceful, self-accepting, and result-oriented way. Share it with a friend. If you haven't already, like and subscribe to the show for a year full, a lifetime full of self-growth, self-improvement, self-progress, becoming the best version of yourself in a way that is compassionate towards yourself and no pressure and no perfection and realistic for you actually start to feel and see results for yourself. You can follow me for more content like this on Instagram and on TikTok. Both of those are my full name, Sarah Rittendale. Instagram has a dot between my first and last name. You can also follow Wellish's Instagram for updates on episodes. That's going to be at Wellish Podcast. Not only are we going to have a kick-ass week, but we are going to have a kick-ass year you are already the best version of yourself. You just have to tell yourself that even if you don't believe it and start showing up as her. What would she do? What would the best version of yourself do? Who is she? Who would she show up as? How would she act? How would she feel? How would she behave? Ask yourself those questions. Decide you're already her and start showing up and acting accordingly. You are elite as fuck. I will talk to you guys Monday. Bye, guys.